Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check. Okay. What's up, folks? It's too much dip. A very special Thanksgiving week edition. My name is Dave. I'll be steering the ship. Joining me today in studio, it's Dylan. What's up, Dave? Hi. Man, uh, really happy to be here. Good to see Micah's very handsome face on the uh, monitor behind your head. That was a surprise. Oh, I'm sorry. Now they can, if you're watching this on the YouTube, yeah. can they see him? I think they can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good stuff. Micah joining us from New York. Micah from New York, uh, filling in for him in studio. It's Will DeFreeze. It me. What up? How's it going? <laughs> Thought I might have gotten relegated after last uh, EPL segment, he's but doing it's good so to be back. He's doing soccer terminology already. I feel like people liked it. Off the top. Dude, yeah, that was, a, that was a heat segment. Yeah, I brought the heat. Yeah. I'm going to try to bring a little bit more today, but we'll get there. Wow. I don't know if you can talk about Are you last, teasing a steam? Last Maybe. performance. But. Mm. Oh, I see. I oh. See. Just throws it on. He's searing it. KJ's in the building. In the building, in the flesh. You're present. Happy to be here, folks. And like that uh, shirt, KJ. It's thank you. Tight. Appreciate it. It's from KJ Crew. Oh, cool. What is KJ? Oh, okay. Mike, <laughs> 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 I like that one, too. That's pretty good. Uh, the did. reason we're all so distracted is because joining us, as we mentioned earlier, via the miracle of Zoom, it Micah. Hey, butt cheek clappuccino delivery, baby. If you hear clapping in the king's chamber, don't come knocking, especially on our Snapchat. Nobody hit it like Daddy Cole. What's good, fam? <laughs> oh, there he is. Nobody hit it like Daddy Cole. Are you? <laughs> what are you? What are you doing up there? <laughs> well, um, I am uh, at my future in-laws' home. Uh, they have sold their home, and they are in the moving out process. And I am here to assist. And that's why one of my bullet points that I want to talk about is Beanie Babies. But that's a tease. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, we've been we've been needing to talk about Beanie Babies can't, for a minute. Yeah, I can't wait to talk Beanie Babies it is, with you. There is a sports tie, so we'll we'll get to that. Okay. Before we get into Beanie Babies, please follow Too Much Dip on Twitter. That's Dip with Two P's. And <laughs> Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. Again, Too Much Dip with Two P's on Twitter. Too Much Dip Podcast on IG. Starting to get a little activity on there. Whoever's running that social media, man, they're just oh, really, shit. really doing uh, some things that I like. I'll, I'll just say that it's pretty much a, pretty much my little that, uh, fantasy book in there. The Saturday post about uh, sweating your buddy Dan's uh, UCF pick, and I, I was laughing. I was laughing for miles text. and miles away. It was tremendous. Dan, Dan lost me a uh, relatively significant amount of money. That's okay though. I believed. You can't put it on Dan. No, I can't. It's my look. Dan has been Dan. We're talking about our friend. You guys probably know him as Jack Hammer. He went to UCF, and he is an objective UCF fan. Now he will tell you their what their weak points are, and he's he's very um, pragmatic when it comes to them. And he was like, "No, they are going to win this game." So I took UCF money line. Offering up gambling advice to somebody, or being asked for gambling advice from somebody, it's it's always pretty uncomfortable. You're talking money here. Yeah. You can win your friends some money. You can lose them some money if they take your advice. Not a good spot to be in. A listener 
asked me if uh, he should put money on ZJ, who was in the final group yesterday. And I was just like, yeah, man. And I, I kind of jokingly responded like, yeah, these conditions set up really well for him. He's been piping it. Joke being that ZJ is notoriously not a long hitter. Doesn't really pipe it. Right. ZJ, uh, I think ZJ went out and like shot like 75 yesterday or something. Not, not a great round. Not great. Um, and then the guy came back at me like later on. Yeah, that's, that's not on you. You're the one. You're the one willingly putting your money down on on the outcome of something yes. that's been undetermined. It's like you've on seen, you. you've seen our picks. You've seen my picks. We just started. We just started. Fifty one percent. I could just straight up having a conversation. It's okay. I caught the mute button for him. <laughs> that's good. Um, He's killing it. I, see, I think the the standard rule should be if I don't have to dial a one eight hundred number, like then I'm not accepting the the gambling advice. Like yeah. I need to be punching some digits, and you need to be selling me these picks. On a weekly basis, and or you know, be like, I don't know, Johnny Money in Las Vegas or something, and have a whole brand built around it in order for me to trust you. Johnny Money just got arrested <laughs> in that uh, Fed sweep of the Philly mobsters. Uh, and Tony Meatballs. Years ago, my friends and I—actually, I wasn't part of it—but they, a bunch of my friends, pulled yeah. a bunch of money together and subscribed to one of these, mm-hmm. one of these guys who knows, you know. Yeah. He went like 500 on a year. Like it was ter- it was terrible. I mean, we're going 500 on a year as of now. <laughs> exactly. We're not, you know, it, we're not we're not charging anybody for our advice. Patreon idea. <laughs> no, no one's going to Dip picks our, on Patreon no one's for week our picks. 14. Maybe and, Micah's. Maybe way, Micah's. It was really expensive too. Yeah. I think it was like 10 grand for the season or something like Jeez. that. That's a hilarious amount of money. Yeah. And you didn't even like get to lose your ass, so there's not like a funny story. It's just no, like, no, it's eh. just like, oh, we cool, we broke even, broke even, except for the ten grand we paid you. Minus that, thank you, sir. <laughs> Some housekeeping before we let Micah go and just rant on whatever he wants to rant about, Beanie Babies, whatever. No Thursday show. It's Thanksgiving. You guys might be familiar with that. We'll be watching Andy Dalton and them boys. Let's go in a first place battle with the football team from Washington. That is factual. So no Thursday show. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Micah, I yield my time to you. Well, thank you, David. Um, the Cowboys are trash. Okay. Should we start there? I know that they, they did manage to win this week, which means that they will ruin your Thanksgiving, David. You thought for a while that they just weren't going to be – like there was no reason to have that game on television. But now they are a half game out of first place, and you have no choice but to get excited about Andy Dalton yeah, who, watching, despite the like a, despite a the win yesterday, is three and sixteen in his last nineteen starts. Okay. Andy Dalton is trash. Three and sixteen in his last nineteen starts. However, one and two in his last Dallas Cowboys starts. He's one and zero oh in his last start. So that's a great point, <laughs> Dylan. I think about that, that checks out on a heater. It's a fact. It's <laughs> a fact. Um, uh, Thanksgiving. There's not a whole lot. I don't know if you saw my tweet. Dave, do you know who is playing halftime at the the Cowboys Thanksgiving game? Oh, what is it? Uh, fucking. I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm asking. Smashing pumpkins. I don't know. You know the video of Creed from 2001 keeps popping up all over the place. Yesterday uh, was like the one year anniversary. No, y'all got Kane Brown this year. Oh, Let's oh go. yeah. Oh man. Oh, I, Jesus, <laughs> how many cuts in his eyebrows does he have now? <laughs> He's, uh, I wish he, they just had Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Foreshadowing. He killed his brother in a fit of rage. Kane Brown kind of looks like if Dale went on a bender post-divorce of, of Claire mm-hmm. and then got mm-hmm. into country music to put his life back together. This is good. Like, is that's good. Kane this Brown. Is, 
Okay. Well, see that. Maybe next week we'll do real or fake Kane Brown songs after I explore his catalog. Because to be honest, I don't I don't have a knowledge of his as much as I do like Chase Rice. He looks like he sells overpriced weed to like affluent white kids. <laughs> you know. Well, now I got to look him up. Oh, you never seen Kane Brown? Oh, come on, Dave. I didn't know who it was until I looked up the who was performing. I hate to say this. I sneaky don't hate a couple of his songs. And it's bad because it's it's like objectively terrible music. But I I don't hate it. This is going to suck. They always suck. But this one will suck. (laughs) No, y'all had a performance a few years ago that was just actually like very, very good. Whereas the Lions just trot out absolutely nobody every year. Didn't Pitbull Pitbull do it a couple years ago? Who? Pitbull. Pitbull. Yeah. Then they had uh, Megan Trainer, inexplicable. Oh yeah, that was year. terrible. What? Yeah. Oh my Megan God. Trainor. Oh, she's all about the bass. Yeah, we know. She had some song that was co-opted by Target. You know, Target's doing that, like put out a music video every holiday season. She was last year. She's a one-hit wonder, and her her popular song she was is, like seven years ago. She's not a one-hit wonder. Really? Mm-hmm. She's Look one. Will riding for Megan Trainer. <laughs> I need to check out her catalog. Micah, what else do you so, think about those catalogs? Yeah, I was going to say, can we get to the thing that's most important here before uh, I get dragged out of here? Is uh, Let's talk Beanie Babies. <laughs> there is, uh, I, I guess I could get them. They're behind me. You there are to. several plastic bins full of Beanie Babies here at this home, um, to which a few Google searches have shown that they're mostly worth nothing. But there is one that is interesting to me, and and I, there's got to be at least one Beanie Baby expert out there listening to this. Princess Diana one? You got me right here. Well, she's got she's got the Princess Diana one, but apparently it's only worth seven to ten dollars because it's not a. You need the Dodi Al Fayed one. <laughs> <laughs> the Beanie Baby in question uh, is called a Valentino, and it was a giveaway uh, at a Yankees game. That Yankees game was the David Wells hungover perfect game. Okay. So this is the dark the, red one? Caitlin, Let's see it. Caitlin has the Beanie Baby. Yeah, Michael, we need to see this Beanie Baby because from a quick Google search, these things are going for a lot of money. A De- lot of money. Define a lot. 13000 to $30,000. Up to $45,000. I was going to say, my general search, I'm seeing forty to 50000 Steal that, Michael. Okay, but here's what I found. Uh, and, and she also has the ticket stub from the game, which I feel like is pretty valuable. Um, if you go to eBay and type this this one in, the ones that are available are you know five figures. But if you type in the name of that beanie baby and then sold, the numbers are significantly smaller. This makes sense. So people are asking for a lot, but not necessarily paying a lot. All uh, beanie baby nation, if you want to get at me, uh, I will be happy to. Uh, <laughs> To learn at Michael Weiner, M I C A H W I E N E R. And while you're there, you might want to hit the link and buy and subscribe to Micah's Read of the Did Week, it. including the Holiday Recipe Extravaganza live now. Micah, are you aware that uh, Beanie Baby and our old employer actually have something in common? <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Both had a legal battle with Tabasco. Wow. wow. Oh, I forgot about that. Look wow. down, if you still have the Tabasco, the Bull Beanie Baby, which was discontinued in uh, 1997, then you're sitting on some coin. I'll start looking. They were a pleasure to work with, actually. Not to work with, but to uh, litigate. Well, we didn't really litigate, but they were they were very nice at Tabasco. They were nice after they threatened you. Right. Yeah. Bad copy. Well, you this bar- has been are you fun. Are bearish on Beanie Babies? Uh, I'm quite bearish. 
at this point, unless that David Wells Beanie Baby is actually worth something. So get at me. Until next time, I think I'm going to get out of here. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks, gentlemen. All right, and, Micah. Uh, thanks Micah, to, we miss you. Thanks to the listener. I miss you guys, too. Uh, I'm excited to be back in Austin tomorrow. Uh, two, two negative COVID tests, a third scheduled for Friday, by the way. We're being very safe. Just want to let the people know that. Good. And until next time, mm, bye-bye. There goes that man. Wow. Never Just like points. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, we got Will here. Is my, you want to talk some some footy? Kind of just want to spend the rest of this podcast looking into these beanie babies. I mean, now I'm very curious. I, I would like to profit. I have several sitting at my house in Ye- Michigan. Were they yours or? I had several beanie babies. My dad owned a store that got beanie babies at cost, and so I pretty much had every beanie baby that you could imagine. It was Jeez. kind of a flex on all my classmates Unreal. In, in third and fourth Jeez. grade. Lifestyles of the Michigan rich and famous. Yeah, it was tight. It was very tight. Uh, we, of course, like to have Will on because of his um, his soccer knowledge, his football knowledge. Uh, Will and I often text about La Liga, Serie A, uh, <clears throat> just all the leagues. <laughs> yeah, but today Serie what are we talking about? Are we talking about MLS? You saw what happened yesterday. FC Dallas defeated the Portland Timbers. In, Big. In PKs. I did not see that, but that's, well, that's huge. Yeah, I don't, I don't watch MLS, unfortunately. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I did have the Minnesota game on for a few minutes the other night, but uh, outside of that, yeah, I just – I'm not – I'm not effing with it. I F with FC Dallas. D-T-I-D. Yeah, Dallas till I die, I think, is their whole bit. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Tune in in about 30 seconds when I find out if they won their their playoff game versus the Portland Timbers. They did. <laughs> they did, as, PKs. as okay. David said. Okay. PKs. Huge. <laughs> I was paying attention. Portland Timbers, objectively good team name. Yes. Good jerseys, good team name. They did green jerseys. Mm. And they've got Kesha for their halftime show. Kind of like the Verde. Micah's gone, right? We can, we can. Yeah, uh, we're allowed uh, to yeah. talk about the Austin FC kits without worrying about Micah just going two score shirts. You guys right. saw these things. How do you feel about them? Um, I think after talking to you about <laughs> soccer jerseys, I, I can't call them kits. Soccer jerseys. I think my issue is more with just the general uh, soccer design, like the popular vertical, like thick vertical stripe look. Not a fan. Um, having said that, these aren't bad considering they went along with the. Uh, the vertical stripe theme. Yeah. Yeah. And a, Yeti's a cool sponsor, too. Can, can we at least admit that Yeti is an objectively cool sponsor instead of having, is, like, yeah. an insurance company mm-hmm. or something like that? Like, Yeti is an actual company with an identity that is cool. I think we can get on board with that. I'm surprised it's not Dell. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a good call. Like, and I wouldn't be upset if it was Dell, but Yeti is just, I mean, they sell, they sell very, very large coolers. Just a cool company. Dylan the, sleeps in one every so night. So very expensive coolers, yeah. And one, one big enough to lay down in. Yeah. They but cost, they're very good. They cost $1,200. Well. I understand why people might not like these jerseys. This color scheme is not for everybody. The verde y negro is uh, not necessarily something that people gravitate to all the time. I, I don't love it, but I don't hate them. I don't, I don't think that they deserve the hate that they're getting. In terms of jerseys, these could be much worse. And we're going to go with it. Yeah, like I said, I just don't like the general look of soccer jerseys. But these are not bad. I'll, dumb, give, I'll give them credit. Dumb soccer question here. What like So for their home and away kits, would it be then green and white, you think? I don't know what their away kit looks like this year. Yeah, because I feel like green and white vertical stripes would look bad. I assume they'll just go straight white with maybe green letters is probably. That would be my hope. What's the, the, what's the, the sleeve sponsor on the sleeve there? Can't Apex, I believe. 
What is I, I'm not sure. I'm sure Big it's Predator like, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Top of the food chain. Software probably, but okay. I do like their crest. Their crest is undeniably good looking. So this is the fastest selling jersey in league history, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll tell you why that excites me. Uh, kind of like a little you know market uh, test here, a little tester. Yeah. Okay. The Austin Austin uh, wants to support a. You don't know, Dave. No, I'm not saying we're gonna get like another team in the next couple of years, but. It's good to see that Austin will support a sports team that's not the Texas Longhorns. Austin you know? has a very good positioning with soccer. There's a big Latin community here, so they're going to embrace the team. Uh, there's a big hipster community here. Hmm. And hipsters love piling onto an MLS team when they don't watch like football or hockey or baseball and stuff like that. Big dork community here. Love, yeah, lo- love, yeah. yeah. And so it's just perfect. <laughs> it's just perfect. Yeah. Like it's, it's the perfect storm to have a bunch of people buy these jerseys. That being said, I also think that Austin is one of the best cities to launch an MLS team in, whereas like these other cities might not be as large as Austin. Austin's a big city. Up until getting an MLS team, the biggest city without a professional sports team. Yeah, it makes sense that they should break the record. Had they not broken the record, it would have been a little concerning. I think like a top 15 population-wise in the United States, yeah, I think. Probably. Like four of those cities are in Texas. No, I mean like Austin as among cities in the U.S. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're saying four of them are in Texas? Yeah. 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 I ask this every time. Where's the uh, stadium? Uh, north of where we hang. Domain. Yeah, kind of oh. domain area. Okay. Randy rode his bike by it one day. Yeah, every time I drive by the domain, I keep looking for the site, and I cannot spot it. So but not Cedar Park. So that's a plus. No clue. It's close to Cedar Park, but it's not Cedar Park. Okay. I'm about as good at geography as Brett. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, none of us really know for sure. Mm-hmm. It helps that we're, we got McConaughey holding the jersey. It adds cool points to it immediately, of course. Yeah, like if this was, I don't know, Michael Dell holding the jersey, like would we, <laughs> we be like completely trashing it? Yeah. 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 Sure. The, the colors are For cool. Sure. They got a cool sponsor. Uh, yeah. They're, people, off, they're off to a fine start. There's a lot of people that don't like it. I think it could be a lot worse. Gary Clark could, Jr. could pull off uh, sitting there holding that up and get away with Ooh. making it look good. Ooh, I would, I would look at that. Awesome. Awesome. Maybe, maybe Nicole Trunfield as well. Objectively a cool dude. Maybe he can, Amber Heard. He can shred on that guitar, Dave. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. You ever seen him? Oh, yeah. He's a loud boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, can we talk about something else? Yeah. Uh-oh. You guys familiar with this Peacock shit? No. Not actual <laughs> Peacock shit. I'm just talking about the app. No. Yes. So it's great. Like, NBC did what everyone's doing, what they should be doing if you're a giant media company like that. And they, mm-hmm. they created a, an app where you can watch things. Maybe you want some friends in your life. You're a big friends guy. Mm-hmm. You think Ross Geller's hilarious? Stop. You do like Friends. <laughs> I do not like Friends. And so, so they did. They did what I feared they would do. I've, I've, I've written about it. I've talked about it on podcasts. NBC has always been very, very good about making the EPL as accessible to American fans as they possibly can. Never have you had to worry about watching a game on on an app. Like they have NBC Gold, which is now probably defunct now with Peacock, but they've never really put big name games on their paid services, and that's great. They shouldn't. You need to grow the game more than anything here, and they have a giant stake in the EPL in America. Yeah. And now they've just started putting all these games on Peacock, a lot of them. Probably a third of the games are on Peacock now. It's a lot. And these aren't just games. We're not talking like – we're not talking Burnley versus West Brom. You know? We're right. talking Tottenham. Yeah. We're talking – well, Tottenham was luckily on, on free. Okay. Uh, but we're talking like – we're talking these big names. Manchester United this week. Peacock. What? Dude. Everton. Peacock. 
Wait, let me make sure I understand because I know there's a free version of Peacock that's like ad supported. You it's have behind to pay. the premium side. You have to pay. Oh, okay. And I wouldn't have an issue with this, especially during football season. College football. Mm-hmm. NBC's got a stake in college football. Yeah. They they'll shove Notre Dame straight up your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. It's and so out. I wouldn't have an issue with it, except for the fact that instead of playing these games that a lot of people would watch, they're playing I don't know Meekum Auto Auctions. Me what? They're doing uh, monster <laughs> truck rallies from October. Let's go. That's kind of sick. Monster it's just like, what, tight, why though. are we doing this? Was Bigfoot in it? Like if, Grave Digger. If, <laughs> Grave Digger was definitely there. <laughs> the frustrating thing is the EPL, the EPL fans are some of the most dedicated fans you'll find. They have to wake up at yeah. 6 a.m. to watch these games. And you know that they're dedicated enough to pay that extra money to watch these games. And that's the sad truth of it. I, the second I couldn't watch a game, I, I shelled out for it. But to replace their free network stuff with – with these reruns of sports that no one watches, the other day another game was on and they started, they were playing figure skating. I got love for all the figure skaters out there. There's some mommies and poppies and absolute daddies out Absolutely. there just doing twists. Come on. They need to up their original content game. NBC? Yeah. What, you're not happy with uh, AP Bio? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how many people well are watching AP done. Bio? Like a thousand? Well done. I cut. Is I, that Pat Oswalt? Yeah, that, that's his bit. Yeah, and the dude from Always Sunny. We uh we cut the cord like many, mm-hmm. and um you know save a little money, and just you don't want to be tied down with the contracts and dealing with like the Directv's of the world, and now I'm just paying for every app. Yeah, all uh-huh. of the apps. Don't even know which ones I have. I don't use them all. But I'm happy doing that if I never have to call and wait on hold or have You're somebody right. install something. Fair. But I do agree this is a uh, very justifiable. I reserve uh, the right to complain about every every time like something that I was enjoying for free goes behind a paywall. Yeah. Podcasts included. Mm. Dip picks. I'm telling you. Dip picks. <laughs> Dip picks. No one's paying for our picks. I'm telling you. <laughs> they could. They're paying to pay like to fade our picks. Okay. <laughs> they want to see who we pick. Oh, man. So who was the big game this weekend? All right, we had a couple big games this weekend. Uh, Tottenham, Man City. Biggest game of the weekend. We had Jose Mourinho, former Manchester United manager. You're a big oh, yeah. man. You got my er, with I'm me. A, I'm a Tottenham guy. Is he oh, the you're, hot? You're to- oh, after so you've been watching the Amazon series yeah, finally. I'm, I'm Tot- Is he the hot coach? He's hot. He's yeah. he's they're all kind of hot. If he can win the league with Tottenham, he should go down as the greatest coach in EPL history, besides Sir Alex Ferguson, who will forever be the greatest yeah, coach. Yeah, he's not hot. He's a Sir. Mourinho? He's a good-looking older dude. Yeah, he's he's got that Portuguese swag. Yeah. What do you have against the Portuguese? Great scarf game. I love the Portuguese. That's, dude, his style me? is unmatched. His Instagram game is ridiculous. The other day, he told his players, practice in the morning on Instagram. Yeah. He's just swagging. That is swagged out. Respect his swag one time. All right. Tottenham did something I didn't think they'd do. They won that game too well. They wow. showed themselves as contenders, and now they're top of the table. Let's fucking go. It's on goal differential. They're tied with Liverpool with 20 points. Yeah. Liverpool won last year, right? Liverpool it's, won last year for the first time in the history of their club. They had won the league championship, but they had never watched – They had, sorry, they had never won the Premier League championship. Okay. So this was big for them. Nice. Yeah. And they got to do it in front of no fans. Losers. Nah. Sorry, they're Man U's biggest Asterisk. rival, so you, I get to shit on them a little bit. That being said, I do respect everything they're doing. I wish that, I wish Man U was a little more like them these days. Mm. Um, other big games. Let's see. Arsenal leads. Could have been entertaining, but halfway through the game, we had a headbutt, so someone got sent off. Oh, come on. Yeah. Dude, the guy Z- just, Z- Zidane? He's, he's straight up Zidane, the guy. Yeah, I love that. And it just seemed really <laughs> unnecessary, and uh, he immediately got a red card and left the game, and the game from that point on. Dude, uh, that Zidane headbutt was so gangster. 
Yeah, it, it did lose them the World Cup, so French yeah, people might cares, not have though? the same view of that, but it was, it was entertaining. And then we also had Leicester City versus Liverpool yesterday. Leicester City was at the top of the table going into the week, I believe. And uh, it, it ended up being, I don't want to say a dud, but anytime Liverpool wins 3-0, it's kind of a bummer. Firmino, you're a big Bobby Firmino guy. Bobby Chompers. Oh yeah, he's time. got some white. Te- he's got some uh, new white teeth in. He got some veneers. He scored a goal at home, which he, he just straight up doesn't do. Sadio Mane, one of their uh, forwards, he's played now I think 70 games at Anfield, and he has never lost one. 70. Imagine playing 70 home games for that. your team, and you've just never lost one. Who's so right, the comp there. I'm trying to think. Forget about it, David. He protects that house. He does protect the house. He's a tiny man, but he does protect the house. <laughs> oh, sorry. We don't. We, do you guys body shame on this episode? Yes. Oh, no, we will. We, we have it. Yeah, but we, we encourage will. it. Okay, cool. Because we do that on the other one, just in terms yeah. of height. <laughs> Major <laughs> five nine vibes. <laughs> so right now we find ourselves with a lot of teams only played eight games. A lot of teams played nine games. Tottenham, like we said, your Spurs. Tottenham. Not the Spurs, Dylan. Spurs. Tottenham Spurs. Oh yes. my God! Industry. This HBO show. They're 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 doing their best. Halfway through the first episode, a guy says, uh, the Spurs game. Come on, dude. Oh, you can't do that, You can't man. say it's the terrible. Spurs. It's, uh, are you talking get about San Antonio, bro? Dude, get out of town. Uh, question. Is a spur over there the same as a spur nope. here? Didn't think so. I don't really know what a spur is. Their, their logo is just a, a what looks like a peacock yep. uh, or some type of bird perched on top of an old school ball. A splatchcocked bird? Maybe, maybe it was. Okay. Uh, so Tottenham's top of the table. They're tied with Liverpool. Then we have the top four rounded out with Chelsea and Leicester City. As you guys all know, top four goes to Champions League next year. Yep. Um, Dave, you're West Ham Hammers because you're the hammer guy. Uh, yeah. They're currently eighth, which honestly, they're, they're, they're doing better. We're in the conversation. They're We're doing on the better cusp than of everyone competing. thought. Yeah. Uh, I got bad news for you. I know. You're Fulham boys. Not great. They still have the hottest coach. Actually, he's the hottest coach in the league. Without question. Manager. And shoot me straight. What are the odds against Leicester City? <clears throat> Not good. Not good. Leicester looked a little lackluster compared to their previous performances this season against Liverpool, but I have to say, even their lackluster performances should beat Fulham. Fulham had a terrible first half against Everton this weekend. Mm-hmm. Absolutely terrible. They looked like Fall they back. looked like the worst team in the league. Luckily, they kind of rebounded in the second half and gave a little, a little hope to the, the followers and fans out there. It's also very difficult to watch their games because their stadium is under construction, kind of like Texas's stadium. Mm-hmm. Not very yeah. fun to watch the under construction. It sits stuff. right on the water, though. It's nice. Yep. And as for Man U, your boy, you know I'm a big Man U fan. If you're reading the Twitter timeline and you think that they're, they're just burning everything down, that they're just terrible, I got to say, they're currently in ninth place with a game in hand, and if they win that game handily, they're in the conversation in the top six. Nothing to be worried about here. Uh, I'm trying to think of any news that's come out lately. During an international break a couple weeks ago, they had some some young guns for England. They were in Iceland, and they snuck some mommies into the hotel. Oh, let's go. Yeah. And luckily, the British media really showed uh, showed their racism, and they've only been <laughs> criticizing the black player, and the white player has is still playing for England and has not gotten criticized. And Mason Greenwood, the young gun for uh, Manchester United, he's just been pretty much written off by everybody. It's unfortunate. But that's, that's the British bullshit. media for you. He also did whip. That's the whip it kid. Oh, oh hell yeah, dude is wild. I'm ass. following the wrong team. <laughs> Get away with anything. Yeah, bad boy point. shit. Hey, bad you, boy shit. Who do you think like the definitive leader of um, West Ham is? Is it J- more Jared Bowen or do you think it's Declan Rice? <laughs> Declan Rice. Right. I call Declan him D. I call him Yeah, it, it's Declan? hard to say. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Declan is doing it big. <laughs> 
You got Yarmolenko in there, Fabianski. I don't know. I'm not. A, I don't watch a lot of West Ham, unfortunately. Uh, their their manager, David Moyes, is a former Manchester United manager, and I have to say, one of the worst ones. Things really came to a head when one of the players banged his daughter, and he okay. cut him, so, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Of age. Yeah, of age. Okay, good. All good. But yeah, that player kind of didn't really play much after that. I mean, my date with the manager's daughter. I don't like what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like it? So when, I guess, how close are we for things to be decided? Because Fulham is basically looking to be relegated again. No, uh, there's still a lot of time. We got, what, five more matches? Four more matches? Oh, no. We have a ton more matches. Oh, okay. I thought you said eight. eight. Oh, only played. I thought you said they only play. I I misunderstood. No, no. They play 38 matches. Okay. We've got through the spring. You play everyone home and away. And we will not have we unless there's a stoppage in the season like last season. They'll be playing until May. Yep. So I'm we're seeing good. That uh, stuff in the future. I'm not really sure. We I'm going to come back uh, at some point during the January transfer window. Okay. I'm going to force oh. myself to come in here, uh, just because that's that is the time when Twitter is most exciting. When there's just theories being thrown out, man, you will definitely let everybody down. But it should be good. Do you think the uh, diminished revenues due to said demi that we're in the middle of? Uh, will affect the transfer window. Already has. Already, Already has? has. You could make a case that uh, Dortmund, which is Dave's rival, German rival. Ooh, I freaking hate them. Mm, so mad. All my homies hate Dortmund. They got a bunch of young <laughs> hot dudes that are just killing it. Erling Holland uh, or Holland, however you want to say. He's it. so good. I have to respect it, even though I hate him. He's a beast, absolute beast. <laughs> Manchester United missed out on him uh, previous transfer window, and this past one they missed out on Jaden Sancho. They wanted 120 million pounds. Unfortunately, they missed out on him, and I have to say, I think they would have paid it had it not been for the pandemic. Okay. But they were trying to make ends meet, and they were structuring the deal in a very weird way for Dortmund, and Dortmund finally just flexed on him and was like, no, you can't have him. So task for before uh, your return in January. Mm -hmm. At that point, we'll be roughly six, seven months out, but we'll still have four months, six, seven months out from the Olympics, I'm saying. Uh, Still have quite a bit of the season left to play. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like every time the Olympics roll around, I'm like at a loss for, okay, who should I like? Okay, Mbappe, here we go. And it's usually just who's best, who's getting the most screen time. Uh, No, we have Olympics this summer because it's off a year. World Cup would be 2022. In Qatar or Qatar. We'll have Japan uh, Summer Olympics. So what what I'm asking here is uh, just a little cheat sheet of what teams I should be watching in anticipation of you know the top uh, FIFA teams. If if you're if you're trying to get into this, and if you're somebody who wants to start watching regular games, matches, Chelsea, they've got the American Christian Pulisic. Manchester United, biggest team in the world. No one here to dispute that is great. Yeah, I know, but I'm I watch Euro Trip, so I can only think of them in that. <laughs> Tottenham, very entertaining team, most entertaining coach in the league. You should watch them. Man City games. They've got a bunch of internationals. Pep Guardiola is the manager. They've got a, they've got it all. Um, Everton has been very fun. They have a new coach from who came from Napoli. He's won a Champions League before. Carlo Ancelotti. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are kind of sh- bucking their heads. I would say Arsenal, but Arsenal currently can't score a goal. And when you have some of your uh, biggest transfers just headbutting people, things are kind of hitting the fan there. So, <laughs> Mikel Arteta, you're a big fan of Mikel. Oh, Arteta. dude, love that dude. Yeah, he's a he's a 
an apprentice of Pep Guardiola. Unfortunately for uh, for Arsenal fans, Arsenal's kind of stagnant right now, but they will be good in the future. And then obviously Liverpool and Leicester City will round that, that list out. But it, those are the teams that if you want to start getting familiar with players and getting familiar with the people that are actually, or the teams that are actually going to try to win, those are the teams that you need to be following. And Fulham, hottest coach, best owner who has great mustache. There you go. It's true. And he's the only owner that will publicly go on Twitter and just absolutely flame people. So you have to love it. <laughs> God, I love watching West Ham teams do basic things well, work hard, and have an actual game plan. Moyes is demolishing the monolith of the West Ham way and replacing it with actual professionalism week by week. And it's it's so enjoyable to watch. Really? For me. Yeah. Dude, soccer guy. For me. I mean, as a West Ham guy. I'm hearing that all in Cole Campbell voice. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's whose tweets you're reading? You're reading Cole Campbell on FIFA? No, that was Head Hammer Shark <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I mean, you're not wrong, Dave. Yeah, I know. I've got love for David Moyes, even though he absolutely tanked Manchester United, but they also didn't fund him, so what are you going to do? Great, <laughs> great work. All right, guys, that's it for the uh, EPL Will, Minute. Unbelievable. I think it was about a minute. That was exactly one minute. I don't, hey. know how, I don't know how you wrapped it all up in under a minute, but wow. Yep. You've been here a minute. I agree. And uh, <laughs> because because – uh, I, ha- I did not watch one snap of football outside of the Michigan game in overtime. I'm going to recuse, uh, re- or remove myself from the, uh, the conversation regarding football this week, guys. Just as the Lions oh, did. As do well. you want to see about what, what KJ did this week? I do. I, I, I was going to request that I can stick okay, around yeah. and see that. We'll, we'll, let's do it now. Let's, let's do, do that. that. Smoke run. something. I don't, but oh, damn. I'll tell you this. Smoke something, bitch. And then the little noise. Doon, doon, doon. Yeah. Oh, look at that. KJ, what did you do? All I, right. I still don't know what I'm looking at. He snapped is what he did. <laughs> so uh, I realized going into this week that, as for a lot of people, Thanksgiving will look a lot different for my family as many others. So I was just screwing around trying to figure out, okay, what recipes can I knock out, pack up, and maybe drop off at my parents' house since we won't be gathering uh, in the traditional sense. And uh, when it came down to it, I was like, all right, I can knock out the turkey, all that stuff, and pack that stuff up. But what about that day after? So I started looking around for some recipe inspo, if you will, and that's where I stumbled upon the breakfast fatty. Uh, I do have to give proper credit to the boys at Meat Church out of Waxahachie, Texas. That's where this recipe came from. But you basically lay down a slick little uh, six by six bacon weave, which is a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Dude, shots to bacon lattices. Oh, yeah. That's the way to go. And then you layer that with some breakfast sausage. It's a little hard to tell what's what because there's a badass smoke ring on that breakfast sausage. And then inside of the sausage, you pre-cook some eggs, mix a little pepper and onion in there. Oh, my goodness. Lay that in there, roll that bitch up, and leave it on the smoker for about an hour at, like, 275. Wait, so what's in the middle? So eggs, pepper, and onion. You say you pre-cooked the eggs, right? Pre-cooked the yeah. eggs, yes, yes. And Dude. then you basically roll it up. It's just breakfast sausage and uh, bacon wrapped around it. So have you tried this? Uh, I did try just that one slice, uh, the end slice and that slice. Do you have and a name it was incredible. It's called the breakfast fatty. I wish it was an original recipe. Um, I'm considering trying like a variation of it, maybe doing bacon around uh, some stuffing and some turkey or something. Fucking around with like cranberry in the middle. But oh, I've got to think of how. How was it? The stuff. It was amazing. Uh, and it wasn't like fucking heart stopping either so far. You're alive and well. Yeah, exactly. Please don't die mid-up. Yeah, I, I didn't eat the whole thing. The only thing that, that would be concerning to me is the sausage-to-egg ratio. A lot of yeah. meat per bite, mm-hmm. but it looks it looks fantastic. Yeah. So you can basically, I mean, most, I would recommend typically cutting it a, about a half of the slice that I did. You know, I was just kind of cutting reckless to make sure the middle was done. 
Um, but you can throw this on top of a biscuit or in the middle of a tortilla, and you are uh, GTG. And Ooh. definitely something you can do in advance. So say you've got a tailgate coming up where it's uh-huh. an 11 o'clock kick. You could probably do this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday sometime, throw it in the fridge, cut it up, and you're good to go for that weekend. And people aren't fucking wrapping sausages and tortillas and calling it a meal. So you wake up and you haven't had breakfast. You go downstairs in your robe, have a little water, maybe take some pills, <laughs> have some coffee. Yeah. You got this thing in your in your fridge. You heat it back up in the oven. Then what? One slice and you're good? Uh, I would slice a piece off and then heat that piece individually okay. on a biscuit maybe. And you're probably, you're solid. Throw on it in tortilla as well. A little biscuit. Man, yeah. look at that. Well, this, is, this is so, this looks great. Yeah. Now yeah. like, man. Who th- what psycho thought of this? I yeah. fucking love it. Could have brought seen us different one. variations of like bacon wrapped logs of stuff mm-hmm. smoked. So it, there's a there's a little genre out there of meat smokers who are doing this. Um, that looks great, KJ. Yeah, the bacon part I was the most surprised by because I really thought that I was going to fuck that up and it was going to fall apart, or at some point it was just going to you know, like just not stick in a log. And uh, the trick to that was that wax paper you see on the left. Basically roll it up, lay out everything flat, roll it up with that, and then I just use that to transfer. It's great. Fuck. Did you season the bacon, or is that pre-seasoned? Yes. Uh, meat Church, I want to say Holy Gospel oh. seasoning on the outside. It's the way to go, man. It was, uh, it was yeah. great through and through. You snapped. You really did it to him. Yeah, that's the thing. I've, I've, you know, this is probably my, uh, you know, this is my comeback game after the, the big fire, mm. the rib fire of uh, – September 2020. So this is me saying, you know what, bitches, I never left. Oh. (laughs) I see your portrait mode is working, too. Yeah. Also, this is why I wanted to keep Will around. (laughs) Because the photograph. Well, as you can see, I'm trying my best. I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm hamstringing myself with all the best tools. (laughs) Oh, you got the iPhone 12. And I'm not doing it justice. Yes, you are. With the quality of these photos. Yes, you are. Don't worry about it. I think it's beautiful. These look good. I would eat the hell out of this. I'm kind of bummed you didn't bring a slice. I was, uh, I was in, hoping you were going to pull one I out of did, your pocket. I did think about it because Brett said, I'm so excited for this. And I was like, you know what? I do live with a woman who does not eat meat. She only eats uh, – she's a pescatarian, so I'm not eating this all week. I might as well make another. Uh, yeah, I know. It's unfortunate. But um, <laughs> I figured in this economy, maybe not. You've blogged about how to use portrait mode for people. Yeah. But for food picks, any quick tips for the people going into Thanksgiving weekend? See, on this, and especially you, you got that new iPhone 12, you have the beauty of being able to edit the depth of field. You can just toss edit What's up that in mean? the. So, like the blur. <laughs> okay. So, like you can just Band. go up to the top of the photo Woo-hoo. and it just has a little dial and you can go back and forth. So, okay. like you can, you can just manually adjust it and it just makes everything really easy. Wait, you no longer have to tap around. That's on the new phone? Yeah. Oh, dog. Yeah. You, your phone doesn't, your iPhone 10 doesn't have it, dog. Man, you fucking broke ass. I mean, Unbelievable. The reason I have an upgraded phone is because I, I'm not good at pictures, and that's just a different camera. That's pretty much the difference in the new phones now. We saw your Christmas tree. We know. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't think it was a bad photo. I didn't think it was a bad See, idea. Dog either. You know, you can. You know how you can tap to like brighten and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did that, but then tap, it, tap, it just tap. drowned out the lights, okay. so I, it didn't work. And so I was like, I was stuck between a dark image that showed the lights or the opposite. All of the lights. Got to get them. You know, you feel me, right? You told me you tapped this. Okay. Don't. No, you tapped a keg. We're talking Christmas trees, Dave. You had people over it without me. We're talking Christmas. You tapped that keg. I'm saying. You tapped that ass, Dave. Okay. Will, I'd like to thank you for hanging around with us, guys. It's always a pleasure. Will, what a pleasure. Will, why don't you just, why don't you just one time toss out the handles for the folks at home? At 
Will DeFreeze. If you want to find me on Twitter, I'll be complaining every Saturday morning about uh, Peacock's commandeering of some of the biggest games. So, uh, also, if you want to watch a Meekum Auto auction, just let me know. This will only enhance his, One his last. followers. Sorry to step on that. One last question. Yes. If I was in a pinch and I know that shipping uh, is going to be crazy for some places out there now shopping, any recommendations? For just general gifts? People, gifts, anything? Like candles sort? or something? Dude, like Ooh. maybe like a Sunday Scaries candle? Or the eye blank um, uh, guy, that Jeff. <laughs> I think I think gift is what he said. Um, oh, yeah, okay, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me. yeah, I think I think the Sunday Scaries candle is the way to go. Okay. Yep, yep. I thought she sold out of those a couple months ago. You know, we we did sell out in twenty four hours, but luckily oh, we ordered uh, uh, we ordered actually one hundred fifty percent of the inventory. Dude, KJ is lobbing them up, and you're throwing them down. There you go. This is great. Well, Will, hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ever since that, that Peloton, you've been mad horny. Get for that him. fine ass out of here. <laughs> Good to see you. Enjoyed. <laughs> see you guys later. Oh man, oh, boy, what a what a busy episode! What a wild so episode, we damn near full episode. We done? I think so. Let's wrap her up. Just kidding. Folks. <laughs> you guys want to talk National Football League? Oh yeah, I kind of do too. It's a fun weekend, kind of. I I kind of wish Micah was here. I want to I want to dig in a little bit more into his his Cowboys. He, what, whatever that was. He teased like he had a lot to say about the boys and really just wanted to talk. Be- yeah, it was more of a conclusion. Not, I think not a lot he of just wanted to sell us, get somebody to sell buy that beanie baby. Yeah, we were all uh, yeah. set Is up. Is that there. what that was? I think Pretty so. Is that a promoted he post? Used, he used mm-hmm. us to, uh, yeah, self <laughs> uh, promotion is something he's uh he's kind of known for. So. We we can start with them boys. Of yeah. course, they uh thirty one twenty eight over the Vikings, a road game. Uh, Andy Dalton, I have to give credit where credit's due. He looked good. Yeah. He did. Um, that, uh, even though I don't want to see him. Yeah. Um, make no mistake, I'm not an Andy Dalton guy. I think he's a pretty average NFL quarterback. But um, he played well and is certainly better than the alternative. I wanted Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate what you just did. I wanted it. I just think – I. I mean, I, I'm right. Even if the, I think the this team as it stands is good enough to win the NFC East, which is not saying anything because it's a historically bad division, maybe the worst of all time. Um, that being said, I don't care if, if they go into the playoffs losing the first round. I would rather have Gills giving and the good story because he is a good story. The guy's been all around. He played in the AFL or whatever it was, Arena Football for whatever team and like it would be good if he like had like a nice season so i want i want to see him get more shots andy dalton everybody knows him he's made his money a guy like garrett gilbert hasn't um speaking of quarterbacks in other like alternative professional football leagues pj walker yes he had a game he made himself some money on sunday for sure uh, yeah, the, the I think the Panthers are. I've said it before. The example of what to look at when you want to start making excuses for the Cowboys, like they were without their starting quarterback, without their starting running back, and they were still dominating a pretty competent yeah. team. Yeah. So, it's coaching. Yeah. Matt Rule, who I believe PJ Walker played under Matt Rule at Temple. I got it wrong. Matt Rule is good. He, so I mean, the, he he, he could have been a Cowboys football. coach. Yeah, dude, no. Can you imagine him, though, with Jerry? Like, those two would not have. He was very I, – I guess I'm saying he was very gettable if the Cowboys wanted him. Yeah, I bet I bet so. But I don't fault them for picking McCarthy over Rule if those are your two options. But in hindsight, maybe. I bet if he could do it over, they would consider it. Yeah. Um, Back to the Cowboys yeah. game real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, CeeDee Lamb had an incredible 
catch for a touchdown. I pose this question to a different text group. I'm going to ask you now. Mm-hmm. You get one rookie receiver, Claypool, Lamb, Jefferson. Who do you go with? And we're saying I get to build my team around him or yeah, keep him saying, on my team. This, this is your receiver, your, your, your receiver one for, for the foreseeable one, future. For one game, I would take Claypool. For one season, I would probably take Jefferson. Um, but if I'm going to build for long term, I'll take CD. Okay. Give a little love to all of them, huh? Yeah. I got to admit, I've only seen, um, I've seen pr- almost every game CD's played since college, minus a few of like the, you know, early games for OU. Have you watched Claypool play this year? Yes. <sighs> He's a beast. Yeah. They're, they're all. There's not a wrong answer, I don't think. But I'm I'm taking CD because I think he can do more. He's a little bit d- more dynamic out of the. Uh, Probably the best. You could put athlete. him in the backfield. Um, a little bit. I don't hate it. Run a little jet sweep. Yesterday, Kellen Moore, dude, opened up the playbook. That was like the most fun I've had watching the Cowboys offense in a very long time. Since like maybe week one of last year. Yeah. That, when Kellen Moore was getting all the love. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Those first three weeks were good. Yeah. Um, yeah, did we get to see it? We got to see Zeke, a Zeke option yeah. on that two-point conversion. And a 100-yard game from Zeke. So, I mean, the I shit all over him last week and talked about how much he's being run out of town uh, by Dallas media, but Zeke had himself a game. Maybe it's the dreads. The O-line the line looked very competent. Um, I don't know how much of this is the Cowboys coming off of a bye and Minnesota coming off of a short week because they, they look like they were playing at two different speeds, especially in the second mm-hmm. half. Uh, Tony Pollard had that big 40-yard run for the touchdown. That was a big play, and – um, I think everybody wants to see more Tony Pollard, but that was that was crazy, man. I, I I didn't think they had it in them. The deep the defense looked, you know, they got burned a couple times. But Minnesota, they've got a good offense. Yeah, I, I would say Kirk yeah. Cousins played really well. He did. I, I forgot how underwhelmingly efficient he is. Like he just he doesn't screw up a lot of games when they're winnable. He will, you know, he he will screw up big moments, and he's not a quarterback that I would want leading my team. For whatever he got, like eighty million guaranteed or whatever, but the dude can make plays. He's he's more than serviceable for sure. Um, Justin Cook, Jefferson Dalvin dropped Cook's that ball. A monster. Dalvin Cook was great all game. It was a fun game to watch. I was it was kind of disappointing to not have fans there. Um, one note I wanted to make on Garrett Gilbert: if you're him and you've shown just enough to be admired, aren't you kind of happy? Like, all right. Just cool, cool my heels the rest, done the rest yeah, of like I've, I've, yeah, I'll, I'll let him one. wonder. He's I'll batting like, a thousand. Exactly. Like, one you know, bat. hey, I can't screw this up anymore. Um, I hope I hope you're right about that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think this team's going to win the division. I mean, I guess, <laughs> Are they going to win Maybe. Thursday? I, I really yes. I really want to know that. Because we don't have a Thursday show, I've, I've been very curious to know the people who saw this game yesterday, are they now confident that they're going to beat the Red yeah, the I don't, football team of Washington? I don't have delusions that this team's good, but they look con- they, their last three games, they, they took the Steelers to the wire, mm-hmm. who undefeated Steelers, by the way. Um, they are starting to get confidence on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know what that is. I don't know if they're just like embracing the Mike Nolan stuff or if they're just – I don't know. I don't know what it is, but – they sh- a confident Cowboy team with Andy Dalton at the helm um, and two running backs, Tony Pollard being the better of the two, I think, um, should beat the Redskins or the team from Washington, excuse me. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, that D-line is scary. And that, I don't like Andy Dalton trying to roll out of the pocket. But That was going to be my, my thought. Is I don't see 
even though they're they're getting healthier. I think the Cowboys are getting healthier across the board. Cheeto was back. Um, you had LVE was back. He wasn't around, you know, two or three weeks ago, uh, playing at the level he is now. Uh, Sean Lee being healthy and just on the sidelines is helpful to Did them. Did he play yesterday? I don't know how many snaps he got. He only had three the week before, but he's a presence, I think, from a, from a coaching coach on the field standpoint. Um, but I will, since we're not picking the game probably, I still think Washington wins this. Um, and it's, I just think that Ron Rivera is a good enough coach to eke it out. Um, and I think Alex Smith, we were all completely wrong, and I'm still scared every time he's on the field. But he's a good enough quarterback to somehow get the ball to Terry McLaurin, who's a great tool, and to Antonio Gibson, who's also incredible. Another Memphis running back. Uh, yeah. As is Tony Pollard. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I really can't refute any of that. Yeah. That's, that's, very, that's a very likely scenario. And it's Thanksgiving, and, you know, it's just like – it would be very Cowboys to go out there and run Kane. Who is it? Kane Brown. <laughs> Kane Brown out for halftime and just lay a turd and just get rolled by the team from Washington. Your, yeah. your, you know, your career rival. And speaking of Washington, they played Cincinnati. Burrow goes down. Brutal. Brutal to see. Mm. Uh, confirmed ACL. I, I that have, was the fear. I, don't I know. have not seen that. I know that he's done for the year, so that's yeah. what it looks like. He did tweet, I'll see you guys next year. I'll yeah. be back next year. I like his attitude about it. Yeah. I mean – what do you have to be upset about if you're him? You proved that you're competent, was, and capable. I, I, I don't, I don't want to say I kind of expect this to happen, but he was taking a beating this year. Mm-hmm. He was just getting thrown around, man. It was pretty tough to see. Yeah, and a lot of people were saying that like a prediction made on the live stream last Thursday might have led to this. I don't know. He picked the the, the wrong former Ohio State Buckeye. Right, right. Wrong yeah. kid died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Justin Fields alive and well. Yeah, as far <laughs> I don't think we're responsible for it. There's no like TMD curse or anything, but no, you know. no. The, the Dude, TMD I, ten, tangential. I was watching a lot of that Ohio State game, just you know, like telling myself, like, please don't get hurt, Justin don't Fields. Let this please we- don't get hurt. <laughs> don't take a hit. We can't handle this. Um, other what or other other places of elsewhere? Elsewhere. That's the word. Elsewhere in the NFL. Um, the Tennessee Baltimore game was extremely fun to watch. I don't know how much of that y'all hung around for as the Cowboys are getting started, but it's, it's going to be interesting watching the AFC playoffs, like almost more interesting than any matchup you could bring out of the NFC. Like I want to see almost all seven of the teams in any order play in the AFC as this stance. Right Why now. does it seem like Derrick Henry has like seven walk-off overtime touchdowns? The dude is a monster in fourth quarter and overtime. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's it's oh, it, it looks it's painful to watch when he makes yeah. those runs at the end of the game because like the I don't know who it was Casey Hayward they showed right after the game was over like it just looks exhausting to play that team and oh. I guess that's what you want imagine tackling that dude thirty mm-hmm. times in a game I did get to throw up the X yesterday as we all did yeah in unison stand in unison with Des Bryant uh, one catch one I think he had a second one but it was called back for a penalty. He could have had more than that. Um, he didn't step out of bounds when he should have him won, and then he wasn't set, although the center snapped it early on another penalty that he was involved in. Um, but Des looks competent and capable. He's getting looks. Yeah. And with a different quarterback, he probably would have had four or five receptions. It was weird hearing Tony call his game because Tony wanted Des to be successful, and you could hear it. He was like, you got to go to Des here. Des is open. Des is open. He's doing it. <laughs> Did okay. I I didn't get to see a lot of that game, yeah. but that 
I, I guess I'm just now putting the, the Romo angle mm-hmm. out there. I guess they always had a good relationship, yeah. right? Yeah, it was pretty much after he was gone and or leaving that, uh, that I mean, it was Sean Lee and, and Witten. The that snake, does, that hashtag did, snake. Didn't want him there, so is what it is. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I think I picked the Ravens going into the year as my, uh, my cool, sexy AFC uh, Super Bowl pick. And uh, now I'd like to walk that back, <laughs> walk that one way back, because I don't, I don't think they even sniff the uh, AFC Championship game. They certainly don't look as good as they were last year. No, and they were pretty damn good last year. Yeah, they were. I mean, you've got the game we watched last night: Chiefs, Raiders, Titans, Ravens. Indy is going to be in the mix. Somebody out of, else out of the East, the Bills is going to be in the mix. Like. AFC is going to be uh, P- Pittsburgh. It's going to be loaded. I've underrated the the Colts all season. Because they lost to the Jags yeah. out the gate, and that kind of overshadowed their success. Um, if you're the Raiders and, you know, you lose last night, heartbreaking walk-off, basically, um, you still feel pretty good about it. Yes. Because you've already beaten that team once. That team is, by every measure, the best team in the league. Um no disrespect to uh, Pittsburgh, but um, you had them, and you had you had uh, number eighty-two out there catching what looked like the uh, the go-ahead touchdown. <laughs> Jason Witten catching a touchdown pass and in the middle of the play, basically taking steps backwards, <laughs> is quintessential yeah. Jason Jason Witten. It was a great play by him too. Like he positioned his body, made sure he stayed in the end zone, secured the bag. And got pushed out of the end zone after uh, the catch, which doesn't matter, but it's just funny to see. Happy for him. I'm glad he's getting some play. Um, and I, I told David this last night, but I will say in a public forum that uh, we may need to start pulling some money for some season tickets for the Vegas Raiders or the, the freaking Vegas Knights. I don't care. And I will sell 90% of those season tickets and go to one game a year because it looks like it'd be a blast to go to Vegas Go to that game. Or I didn't realize how close the stadium is to the strip. Yes. Like it's I didn't all either. just right there. Right was on that, the other side of the highway. That's cool. That was like the first showcase of that stadium that I've really paid attention to. Do you see that Mark Davis, even though they're that's the state, yeah. or I guess, is allowing 5,000 people to go inside? He's like, no. He's like, not until everybody can come in. He, he's not even going inside the yeah. stadium. He's, he's like, if the fans can't too. go, I don't, I'm not going. <laughs> like, why not let 5,000 people in? I kind of like that. Why? I, like, I don't know if I've thought it through because – I can't get over his haircut, but other than yeah, that. I mean, there's a lot to not take serious about Mark Davis, <laughs> that being the main one. Um, but that I don't know, I kind of like that. I don't know. It's I haven't looked too closely at what resell and how teams are handling prices from being gouged or whatnot. But like, if it's limited to five thousand, like, are then tickets just like you're getting a bunch of overly rich assholes in the games, and then yeah, it's like maybe, maybe I've got to spend more than I'm it. making. I'm sure there's a business side to it, but I I, I did hear them make that comment too. Yeah. Um, Too bad we don't have Will here to kind of break down the uh, oh. Lions, Lions game from yesterday when they were shut out by the Panthers. Again, the, the PJ Walker is his name, right? Mm-hmm. I love stories like that. PJ Masks Walker, I believe. It's a cartoon joke for he, like four. He's he was from the XFL. Yeah, that's crazy. Temple Zone, talented guy. It's he made like I said he made himself a lot of money. I think Eric Gilbert secured the backup position yeah. for the Cowboys once Andy Dalton, if he continues to play well, will yeah. end up somewhere else. He what? made a couple of throws that were like, uh, 
you know, this guy's not used to the speed of, of this kind of football. Mm-hmm. But overall, he looked pretty strong. What is the plan in Carolina? So w- did they think that they were going to be bad enough to go after a Fields or a Trevor uh, Lawrence? No. Because they're n- obviously they're not. They're very competent, and they've got Bridgewater. I don't yeah. know if he's on a one-year deal. Let me f- I'll find that for you. But I believe they've got him on a three-year deal. Okay. Um, oh, no. They got him on a big boy deal. Yeah, three years, $63 million. So I knew part of it. I just didn't realize it was 21 a year. Okay. So they think they're good for at least two, and I'm sure the way it's weighted is they probably have an out after next year um, unless he picked up. He probably got like $30 million guaranteed. I don't have the track up. Oh, here it is. Spotrack for all your uh, professional sport contract needs. Uh, let's see. Yep, potential out after next year. Look at the big brain on me. Uh, $21 million a year. Essential guaranteed is basically 40 of it, so yeah. Uh, this year he's only getting paid, yeah, twenty four, then eighteen, then twenty one. So they can get out. Okay, because I, you know, Matt Rule coming in, they obviously moved Cam out, mm-hmm. um, which still seems like the right decision. Yeah, I mean, they looked bad. They looked straight up bad in Houston yesterday, which um, isn't a huge shocker. But yeah, I don't know. I was just curious about that. I didn't know if um, PJ had a chance of getting that job. Doesn't sound like he does. If they've got money tied up with Bridgewater, yeah. But. Probably next year, I, w- I would assume. Okay. Okay. Didn't realize three games on Thanksgiving. We've got, as we mentioned before, a uh, team from Washington and Dallas. Uh, Houston at Detroit, of course. Mm-hmm. Lions always played Thanksgiving. Yeah, but Ravens at Steelers, that's the one that I, I was I forgot about. I think only in the last two years they've been throwing in a, a nighttime game because the, you have, what, NBC, ESPN, or NBC, Fox, and then – MB, yeah, ESPN will get a game, or CBS. One of the three, or look, three of the four, I should say. The games get progressively better. Starting, I mean, Houston and Detroit—that's a turd. Washington and Dallas won't be a good game, but at least they're playing for something. And then Ravens at Steelers—that's a game that you know before the season you thought was going to be for no reason at all. Going to pick your winners there? Yeah, all right. I haven't even looked at the lines. Have you? Nope. Just pick them straight up. Uh, all right, I'll go Houston, Dallas. Give me Baltimore with the upset. Okay. I will take Houston, Washington, and Pittsburgh. Houston, Dallas, Pittsburgh. That's Let's smart. Go. Let's go. That's smart. It's, it's easy picking the undefeated team. I know that, but they're better than the Ravens. That is very true, and that concludes. We got anything else on the NFL? No, no, no. good. Before we jump into college, can we talk about our good friends at Movement? You'd never ask, Dave. We all know that 2020 isn't playing by any of the usual rules, and that goes for holiday shopping, too. Between shipping delays and the mess and stress of in-store shopping experiences, these aren't great options, but our friends over at Movement Watches have made gift-giving easy. Movement makes clean and modern watches, blue light glasses, and accessories. You get great quality and style, and you don't have to break the bank. Their Black Friday sale is live right now. We were actually checking it out before this podcast. Mm-hmm. So you can get ahead of your sh- holiday shopping with their biggest sale of all time. Their watches, well, I have, I have glasses and the wa- and watches. Uh, the watches are, are bold. They're masculine. They're simple. Got the big faces on them. They're, they're very, very solid. All right? 
the glasses, they look like normal glasses because it has the clear lens. A lot of these blue light blocker ones have like a yellow tint to them, something weird like that. Mm. Not these. No. They look like regular glasses, and they're awesome. When I'm doing some long-form reading at home, as I often do, <laughs> I throw on the blue light glasses. Yeah. Sometimes I just wear them around because I well, look dope in if them. You just, if you stare at a screen all day like most of us do, uh, you need them. Yep. You need them. Protect those eyes, player. They've got the super sleek matte black packaging. Just add a bow and you're good to go. Their products are one size fits all, and their gift guides help you find the gift that fits their style. Their shipping is fast, and they offer free returns all the way into next year. Not that you'll even need it, but it's good to know that that's there. So check this out. Their biggest sale of the year with fast free shipping and free returns go to movement.com slash bang. That's M-V-M-T dot com slash bang. And, uh, yeah, check out the biggest sale of the year. Again, mvmt.com slash bang. Check it out. Join the movement. All right. College football time. College football. Where do we even begin? Do we want to just start with um, Cincinnati staying undefeated? I don't see Cincinnati in anybody's, like, playoff picture um, unless they're, like, super woke. But I would like Cincinnati to be in the mix. They're, they, I've watched them like a little bit too much this year, mainly for uh, SMU purposes yeah. and then just gambling in general. Uh, dude, they're fun, man. They're, they're athletic as hell. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a really talented team. Have you noticed when you watch them that they almost as much show as like NBC or people will give Eric Bieniemy from the Chiefs? Like they give their defense coordinator a lot of camera time, which their defense is why they're you know doing as well that they are. Desmond Ritter is great. But it's their cornerbacks and their defense. But it's it's always interesting when you see a team like that and you're like, clearly that guy's getting teed up to be hired. Uh, and he, as he should be, he's a younger guy. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to keep uh, keep an eye out to we'll see where he lands. Um, but I would probably say everyone's dream in the Power 5 conferences is that you get like a BYU-Cincinnati matchup. Um, but if I'm Cincinnati, I'm like, I deserve to be playing – Miami or whomever's like just outside of the playoff so that we can show you know our value here. Yeah, you know, in BYU they'll play any team anywhere. Mm. They've made that very clear. Do we know what the story with that is? I know that they are in discussion to to round up what you're talking about there. They're in discussions with Washington, correct? Yeah. Uh to schedule a game last minute because BYU doesn't have any games on their schedule that are of any value. They played Northern Alabama yesterday. Uh, because they're an independent, they didn't have a conference tie-in. They didn't do what um, Notre Dame did, rightfully so, because their conference tie-in theoretically would have either been Pac-12 or maybe the Mountain West, and both of them opted out initially. The Big 12 originally had the opportunity to add them, and they said, yeah, we're not going to do that. And it probably makes sense because BYU might be atop the Big 12 had they done that. Um, <laughs> so BYU's looking for opportunities to strengthen their schedule. What they're not willing to do is add with Washington last minute and basically pay to play Washington when typically if that game was set up any other way, Washington would be paying BYU or home-home. Yeah, so BYU is getting roasted right now in the court of public opinion. And this reminds me a lot of, like, modern-day boxing. And when you have, like, you know, uh, two champions, it's not unified, and you have, like, say, er Errol Spence and uh, Bud Crawford – 
And they're like, oh, well, 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 Spence won't take the fight. And in reality, he probably wants to take the fight. It's just his management is the one that won't let him do it or whatever, whoever's calling the shots. And I wonder how much of this is, is like administration stuff. I don't know. I saw my, Micah, Micah was texting us about it, and he said, like, did Clemson leak this or something? Because, of course, like Clemson with their one loss, you know, who would be the team that, you know, falls out of the top four right. for like a BYU, for example. So I don't know. I'm uh, I'm I'm normally not uh, this in on this dialed on on BYU, but I don't know they've uh, they've actually been kind of fun to watch. Northwestern seventeen seven over Wisconsin. What's the what's the Reese Davis controversy? I just saw like the the post game stuff, and I don't know so, what went down here. Excuse me, Joey Galloway said that Northwestern was had a team full of Reese Davises, which I think just meant like unathletic guys. <laughs> Joey Galloway noted Ohio State alum, I should also point out, too. Yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. And so, of course, they use that as, like, uh, you know. Rallying cry or yeah. whatever bulletin so board material. the game, uh, Pat Fitzgerald, is that the coach's name? Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, Mia, the the fighting Reese Davis is over here. Put put together a good <laughs> game, huh? Something like that. Just taking a shot at Joey Galloway. But, um, he was very salty about pretty it. Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Which, if you're northwestern, yeah, if you're northwestern, it's like they're in the same position as like a TCU or an SMU would be, basically, because of their location in Chicago. Like, obviously, Chicago's not the football powerhouse, or, you know, with the notoriety of like a DFW it's on a national scale. But like, you've got everything at your fingertips, and Northwestern doesn't try to go out and be anything that they're not. They fight with like Notre Dame for ownership of like Chicago's football team rights. Um, so whenever you're dealing with like Ohio State people, Ohio State people coming at your neck, like you got to push back. It looks like that's who would beat in the uh, Big Ten title game as of now. I think Ohio State has to play um, whoever they, whoever their next game is, like their next competitive uh, hurdle for that though. God, is Wilbon just fully torqued right now? Mike Wilbon, yeah, he's a big Northwestern guy. Um, Ohio State beats Indiana, takes a commanding lead in the Big Ten. Indiana East. fought tough though, man. They made that. They made that a game. I switched it on when I saw it get to uh, touchdown. This yeah, was good. They, uh, I guess they were ranked ninth, and but people, uh, the, the like spread, twenty and a half. The spread was crazy yep. though. Yeah, and uh, one person in this room still picked IU to cover, and they did. So you know it worked. Did I? I did. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Their quarterback is, is is exciting, and I think he's a freshman. So. It says um, here on the uh, on the rundown, Purdue gets raw, but I think they got that one right. <laughs> so I missed all of this, dude. It was um, a terrible call. Terrible. Did you watch it? Did yeah, you watch it? Talk about. I okay. watched it live. So I was I was gonna say if Randy wants to step up and it explain was, it to us. Uh, yeah, we got a mic, Randy. It's on. Legitimately a terrible call. So walk me through what happened, because I again I I saw um, nothing but Randy's complaints. I don't know the text. exact context of like what point the game had happened. I know it was late fourth quarter, mm-hmm. like end it was, of the game. It would have right? been. 45 seconds. Okay, 45, seconds, 45 seconds left. It was for the go-ahead touchdown, and they throw a pass, corner of the end zone, uh, tight end, I think, gets uh, some separation, catches it, and they, they flag him for offensive pass interference. He didn't come close to mm. committing a penalty. Like, not even close. I'm like, I'm not, I mean, it wasn't even close. Uh, they flagged it, and uh, they, they lost the game because of it. So I, bad, I, I in forgot, fact. I forgot how the rest of it played out, but. FanDuel has refunded. Yeah. If you made a bet for Purdue, they have refunded your money. Yeah, which I think is a very cool 
What did we say it was? Very like eight hundred thousand dollars worth? Yeah, eight hundred thousand. That's crazy. That's you know what? I Big of them. We, we're FanDuel guys here. I will continue to give them my money. I would be so pissed off if I was a Purdue guy. I mean, I, I'm at, I mean, a blatant missed call costing your team the game. Yeah, very, very blatant. Randy wasn't real happy about it. It's about it. as bad as it gets. Honestly. I'm, I fell for him. I guess I'm shocked, really, of the uproar. Like, obviously, watch how I say this. It matters. <laughs> but, I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, they're making a little noise. Purdue. I know. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It, it, it sucks. Um, Don't care. I, I, I'm, I guess I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you beat the shit out of Oklahoma State, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah not much of a bedlam. Uh, Gundy now 2-13 and 13 against OU. Uh, he's – I'd say he's getting owned. I mean, he's – I get like he does bits and he's got the mullet, and I think they really like him in Stillwater. At least some people do. It's just like at some point you move on, right? No, he always won't happen has, until he leaves. He always has a decent team, though. Always, I mean, never, not... never good enough to to win the Big Twelve. That's the right, thing. right. But you know, I will say, most fun college football game I've ever been to was Bedlam in Stillwater in like two thousand nine or ten. And it was a night game. They get the paddles out on the front row. And, and they, yep. Yeah. And they, and they, and Oklahoma State pretty much ran OU off the field, I believe. And it was, it was insane. They have a very sunken field at that stadium, dude. It's, it's. It affects the game. Yeah, like I it's bet. very loud in there. I bet. That and the sidelines are very shallow. Yeah. Colorado's are the most ridiculous, um, but Oklahoma State's right there with yeah, it. it's like one, a six foot depth from the wall of where the students are to the sideline. You're always waiting for like a Paul George catastrophic injury. <laughs> and I can't believe that it hasn't happened yet. I'm more waiting for like a Marcus Smart fan interaction. <laughs> 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 While we're sticking on Oklahoma State. Uh <laughs> Do you guys want to talk Dabo? Meh. <laughs> I don't know exactly what happened here. I know he uh, – oh, Okay. He's – so Florida State called off the game for medical, – Medical personnel, I believe, I guess. The way it was said that medical personnel from the schools could not agree to play the game. So there was an issue that occurred. One team basically was okay with it. The other team was not. Dabo bitching about and it. This is COVID-related. Yes. Dabo says it wasn't COVID, but they were using Florida State was using COVID as an excuse, which I say, like, this was canceled three hours before the game. There's nothing that could occur like, oh, we saw on film, they're really going to whoop our ass. We just don't want to play today, Coach. Like, that doesn't happen. Mike Norvell's, like, not doing great so far. Like, he wants to play every game he can to showcase his team. Like, if the medical professionals said, hey, don't play or we're not prepared, we're not okay to play them. Fall in line, like bitching about it and blaming the other school, like saying it's yeah. COVID's the excuse here is kind of weak. Aren't you losing money by canceling a game? Like, like these schools have got to be losing right. some money on on both sides. Or yeah, Florida State's losing something by canceling a game. Absolutely. Yeah. I I, I don't. I just didn't like that he was out and yeah. about like saying, "Hey, this is his. This yeah, is what it a, was." Pick a better spot. He's just, just kind a, of an ass. He is. Hell of a football coach, but an ass. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh yeah, we got we got game day at Alabama. Auburn Bama. Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl. Per use doesn't look like it should be a game on paper, but you never know. 
as they've proven. Hey, throw out the, throw throw out the, the records record out. Right Literally. out the window. <laughs> Take the records, wipe your ass, and throw it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. How many years ago was that return at the Kick end of the Kick six. 2010? 11, I want to say 10 or 11. Yeah. All-time finish. All-time finish. Yeah. I still remember just the, like, immediate, like, what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. Holy shit. Like, the the – Roller coaster of emotions. Now I'm not like throwing stuff at the TVs like I you remember see people the call doing. Really well. Yeah, Auburn's gonna win the football game. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while since I've had any of those moments like, and get to catch it live, much less in person. But I can only imagine like what if if you're a college student in at that game, and you're from Alabama, like who who's blacking out hard or not to glorify that, but like who who ruined their life more that night? Yeah. <laughs> Aside God, from uh, the guy a, who poisoned the trees, into a football game. <laughs> yeah, shout out to him. Can't remember his name. Oh yeah, and uh, we can't we can't now talk about the cats. Cats defeat Arkansas State forty-seven fifteen. Let's go, dude. Brady McBride is such a wild ass. So fun to watch. Texas State's played like eleven or twelve games. They've been on ESPN or at least in some variation uh, for I feel like half of them. No, Texas State has never gotten this much play. And I have to say, yes, they are a two-win team. But they lose in hard fashion. They've when been they do com- lose. the only game they have not been competitive in. Okay, BYU whipped their ass. Okay, but in App State, they put it on them pretty good. But they've been competitive in almost every other game, and they got Coastal coming up mm-hmm. Saturday. That's a big opportunity. Just saying, you could Let's be the go. one that uh, ruins the dance, and everybody will see it. Just saying, Brady McBride though, Coppell Zone, Coppell Cowboy. Watch, watch T-State. They'll be on TV because uh, they always are, I guess. But check them out this weekend. Talk hoops? Talk a little hoops, do some quick dips, get yeah. out of here? Yeah. Uh, free, how closely have you been following for your agency? Um, well, if it tells you anything, I, Marcus saw it to the Lakers. I didn't know he was still in the league. So <laughs> I don't know what that tells you. Confusing me. him with his brother, no, Powell? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I mean, he won a title with Toronto two years ago. He's very serviceable, but he's he's at the tail end, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But he's it's a perfect signing. He's going to the perfect place. I mean, you look at they just did with Dwight Howard. Like, this is a good place for him to like, finish out his career and probably get another ring. I don't know. You gotta say See the about league. it. Uh, yeah, you know. Now, countering that, you got Serge Ibaka going to the Clippers. Clip show. I had some hopes of him ending up in Dallas. Didn't work out, but that's okay. Yeah. It's Serge, I I mean, similar to Gasol, I think that he's also at that point in his career where he's got to contribute on a very small level. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how he meshes with that team. He was noted last year saying, like, I'm not typically the guy that is a big team guy or big team culture guy, I guess, which I would have never thought. But then he was voted like team captain, and everybody in Toronto really embraced him. Uh, I have no idea. I can't remember who, if anyone, the Clippers. Who's coaching the Clippers? Uh, I don't remember that hire. I don't know what they did after Doc. Yeah, so that that room is going to be interesting uh, if he's not bringing a positive. Tyron Lou. Oh, Ty Lou got that job. That's Ty right. Lou. So yeah, I mean he's he's dealt with with terrible attitudes. So. Uh, Watch out for the Clippers. Steve Ballmer is going to have a lot to raise his blood pressure. Clippers lose Montrez <laughs> Harrell to the Lakers, and that was that, that got NBA Twitter going. Mm-hmm. That was fun to follow. Montrez Harrell, obviously a big a big part of the uh, Clippers team last year. 
Um, also, I believe he called Luca a bitch ass white boy at one point. Accurate. And he did. Um, he sure did. <laughs> uh, he's on the Lakers now, so I guess he doesn't have to move. But I don't think anybody expected it. You saw like Pat Beverly on Twitter, like what the fuck, <laughs> all those guys. I don't blame him, man. Like it doesn't seem like that's a very fun place to play. What? Playing with Kawhi and Paul George. Oh, like, in L.A. In but the, with yeah. the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that. Um, the headline for me between these two teams is that both Markeith and Marcus are still going to be in L.A. together. Yes. Like, and apparently Markeith had an offer at like that was like $20 million more to go across the hall to the Clippers and play on the same team as, brother, as his brother, Marcus Morris. And I was like, yeah, I'll stay here for way less and play with LeBron. That would have really? been insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I can't stand That's either of them. I've talked shit about the, Mar- the Morris brothers for a while. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Tatum and Mitchell both signed two hundred dollar deal, two hundred million, not two hundred dollar, two hundred million dollar, uh, potentially max super max deals. Which, that's the way it go when you're an all star from draft to contract year. Mm. Yeah, that's what Lucas contract's gonna look like. Oh God, <laughs> I can't. I'm like counting down the days. I need to get that done. I know it's like they can't do it now, but. I fear I, I when anytime like free agency is going on, I just fear like the worst with Luca, like him bailing to go play nah. with. We'll be fine. I think them getting KP for the long run, them getting Luca. They've built, they've rebuilt a team to basically protect Luca. Um, the worst thing that can happen is that like Carlisle gets sick of it and retires. Like that's that's where the risk would would come in. Um, Mavs do get um, what some would call an enforcer. Uh, oh yeah, signing yeah. what James Johnson? I believe so. James they, Johnson, uh, second degree black belt. Uh, you probably everybody's already seen this. They're basically it's NBA Twitter and plus the media is like willing a confrontation with uh, one of the Morris brothers and this dude or like anybody who wants it with Luca because obviously Luca kind of got punked a little bit in that Clippers series last year, and uh, this is a move that they had to do add some toughness. Uh, this dude's. I, I didn't know much about James Johnson. Um, I'd never seen him. I, I I was like, I saw that he came from the Heat, and I was the only thing I could think of with neck tattoos coming from the Heat was the Birdman. So I knew very little. Yeah, I was very ill-informed. But they got Willie Colley Stein too. They got two neck tight guys. Didn't the Bird? Didn't Birdman play like Tyler Junior? Call where did he play his ball? His college ball. Birdman. I'm not Dude, sure. Birdman was like Blinn or something. It's somewhere. He sketch. was one of those or like Navarro. And in the off season, we will also go back and tell the story of how the Birdman got catfished into being a—he wasn't actually a child predator, but uh, getting lumped in with the child predator story. Oh boy! Or when they went and seized his like computers and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. Um, let's wrap it up. Let's do dip picks. Let's do some quick. Are we doing dip picks? I'm or sorry, quick dips. Quick dips. Some QD. What the fuck are we doing here? Dude, I, I don't know how we didn't lead off with this. The Undertaker, Austin's own, retired last night, 30 years after his first match at Survivor Series. And I don't know if you saw this, is now doing $1,000 cameos, of course, on Cameo. $1,000? Is that the going the rate for, uh, like what? there's no way. For The Undertaker, yes. No. Why? $1,000 for a 30-second clip of him saying what's up? Who's, paying, re- who's, who's buying this? <laughs> uh, apparently a lot of people if on Twitter. If he's charging 1000 how how much could, like, uh, DiCaprio charge? Like, 100000 I mean, I just, it's The Undertaker. Well, He's just like for research's sake, also native Texan or local Texan, Alexis Texas is charging a hundred. So, just for scalability, I just wanted to 
figure that out. Who's had more eyeballs over their career, Alexis Texas or The Undertaker? Oh, I don't think it's even close, really. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. She probably has 100x the, the eyeballs. She's what's grappling her, dudes on a reg, too, though. What's her comm score? Hard to say. But um, people Very forget high. she was in my bowling class. $1,000. Yeah. Can you imagine? And for the idiot in the world like me, cameo is usually, what, a minute to two minutes? Not even, man. Usually it's like a little 30 seconds. 30 like, seconds. Hey, what's up? Happy birthday from your boys at blah, blah, blah. Click. I mean, if you were able to do like – Hey, it's going to be a minute and a half long, or he's got to do something specifically custom to you. I want him to hit, like take a chair over the head or something. Yeah. You know? like he sets up a little fake match, and you get a little thirty-second rendition. It's all for you. Like, all right, good. If you go on Twitter and just type in Undertaker cameo, like there's like, some threads, and it's like him like reading, doing like anniversary messages, like talking about like Mark. Thank you for being such a great husband. <laughs> uh, he's, in, he's in he's in his uh, his Undertaker gear. It's fantastic. You got to think he's retiring to like a pretty good sized mansion out in Death Valley. <laughs> Fifty five years old. You know he goes to our chiropractor. I do know that. I Dave. said that weird. I don't know why I said chiropractor, but he does go there. He's yeah. got pictures on the wall. You're getting your getting your back cracked, blown out. He drives a Bentley. He does Bentley. drive a Bentley. He's park it outside our office all the time. Net worth. Ooh, uh, sixty-four million. I don't think this is accurate, but go ahead. I'm gonna say twenty-two million. Twenty mil. Okay. Two point five Dave's annual. Weirdly good at this game. <laughs> I feel like it should be more, but I don't know how much of like the licensing just goes to W. Like that's all Vince McMahon money. Like he's not getting Undertaker licensing. Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't think twenty million was Bentley money. You know, that's a statement car. It's a three hundred thousand dollar car. I know, yeah, you, I know yeah, you, can, you can afford it. But. It could have been like a part of like a signing bonus or something. A deal yeah. with Bentley of uh, Westlake. Who knows? Is, there is a Bentley dealership in Westlake, isn't there? There's yeah. got to be one in Austin. BK Bentley? I'm not sure. BK Bentley. Guys, I think we're done. Fun one. That was a long one. We did a lot. We did a lot. I think we navigated it well. No technical difficulties. Shout out to Randy for helping us with that. Multiple, multiple states. We went juice. across the pond. Internationals, a worldwide episode. Heard this is enough to hold you over for the entire holiday week. Yeah, we'll see you back next Monday, right? Monday, Monday, Monday. No Thursday, Epi. No hey. Thursday uh, live stream, I should say. Oh, and a couple things. If you want to see KJ's fatty, go to Meat Smokers <laughs> Only. I know you did. You th- we didn't plug Meat Smokers Only, but you did post it there. Yes, I posted it on Meat Smokers yep. Only. Check that out on Instagram. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's too much dip with two P's on Twitter. Too much dip podcast on Instagram. Starting to get some activity. Things are looking up. Maybe we can get KJ to go live from oh, the uh, ninth oh, tee box or something. Oh, we might we might do some live swing uh, swing academy. Oh, let's do it. Can you get me on Thorn Tree? Yeah. Just can literally walk out my backyard and just nobody will yell at you. Do you ever do you ever have friends over and just like at night you just go yes. hit balls? I will. I use a putting green. The eighth, the eighth green is my personal putting green. So. Okay. Actually, I didn't name a number there. Must be nice. <laughs> he just he just docks himself. myself. All right. All right See y'all. Bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.